Are you ready to perform at your highest potential? Welcome to the Performance Matters Podcast from GP Strategies. In each episode, we'll interview industry experts, exploring best practices and innovative insights to help you and your organization improve performance. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Bianca Bauman, Director of Learning Experience Design at GP Strategies. Bianca, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jeremy. I really should say welcome back to the podcast because you've been on before. That's right. Yes, it's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you back. So now we've talked on this podcast before about the skills gap that many organizations face. How has the pandemic affected the skills gap? Yeah, in my opinion, it certainly made it more obvious and it deepened the skill gap. So especially as it relates to the use of technology. So think about Microsoft Teams or the virtual meeting platforms that everyone now has to use. So I think we saw a big change there. But it also shows us that many employees are lacking the soft skills to work in a remote world. And so I think it just pushed us to act faster and Sadly, also leading to many organizations scrambling because they don't have the know-how to get through this. Or organizations you know, just go to the internet and pull a list of the top 10 skills needed in 2025. So that's what I've been seeing as, uh, as a result of this pandemic. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And I mean, the pandemic didn't create the skills gap, obviously, right? It existed long before, especially with the soft skills you mentioned but it is a growing and increasing problem. What do you think is driving it? Yeah, I really think that the need to work differently is driving it. I mean, as you just mentioned before the pandemic, we already saw the skills gap, but as I just said, it is more obvious. So I, I think that need of trying to work remotely, trying to build culture remotely, that certainly is driving it a lot. And it's also that lots of organizations don't have the technology in place. And I don't want to say that a skills gap is all about technology because it's not, but it was made very obvious during these last couple of months that organizations don't have the technology to necessarily support remote work. And it's even little things like, do people have the right setup at home? I'm talking about a proper chair and a room to sit in, right? So those Mm -hmm. things as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really, really what's driving it. Okay. So now one way to address the problem, and I think a lot of organizations do this, is by hiring new people that have the skills that you're missing. So what are some of the pros and cons of that strategy? There's a Deloitte survey out there that 90% of organizations actually will redesign jobs and 54% will require reskilling. So that's not that's not a small number. And in my opinion, the approach to actually hiring those skills is far from practical because by hiring new people, you have to think about instilling that company culture and institutional knowledge within a very short time frame, which probably is not even possible because usually that is something that happens over time, right? And I also think about usually, you know, when you have people in an organization for a long time, they build relationships. That's something someone new to an organization can quickly do. And so, you know, someone off the street just doesn't have the clout yet within the organization. And sure, you might be able to fill one or two skill gaps really fast. So that's definitely a pro. 
but you're opening up other gaps at the same time in other places and you're losing that power of the connected organization. So I think instead of hiring for the skills you need, you know, organizations should focus their investment really on that workforce transformation infrastructure and identify ways to upskill and reskill the talent. And it's about transforming the talent they have into talent they need. Right. And and when I say transformation, I probably should add that real quick because there's lots of different different definitions out there. I'm talking about the shifting of the workforce's talent, the roles, the functions, and that happens through knowledge and skills and mindsets to really align with an organization's changing strategic initiatives. Now, of course, that is no easy task, right? It takes a lot of planning and strategy. So where should an organization begin? Like what types of questions does an organization need to ask and answer to begin that process of transformation? Yeah, so strategically, you really want to start thinking about what are some of the areas of focus within the organization that we want to drive transformation. And that could be organizational effectiveness, processes, business and partner alignment, uh, leadership development, talent management, measurement and analytics, learning, right? So there's all these different areas. And it's really important as you think through these areas to not think of them as black and white. So what I mean is, You may choose to only focus on one or two dimensions, but you'll uncover related issues. So let's say an organization may focus on business and partner alignment, and then they realize, oh, there's related governance issues, right? So there's really the the borders are a little blurry, so to say. But to uncover these areas of focus, you really got to bring your stakeholders together and ask them about what are some of the current pain points? What are some of the challenges? You know, identify what works, what doesn't work, what needs improvement, uh, what happens if we don't do this right now. And of course, what does success look like? So those are the most important questions for me to get started. Okay, that makes perfect sense. So once you've done that and you have that kind of baseline of here's what success will look like, we feel like we have a pretty good understanding of the big picture, in your experience, What's the best way to actually then start the process and make it work? So the questions I just mentioned for me are already part of an in-depth intake process. And usually, again, you know, you heard that I keep the questions broad because it really helps me uncover what's really, really going on. And uh, of course, the engaging and aligning with stakeholders is important. So everyone is looking into the same directions. It's setting that North Star during that intake, right? And talking about what's the desired outcome? Where do we want to end up? From there, I usually jump into a deeper analysis of the current state. So I talk to learners to really understand what their pain points are, their challenges, what delights them, what do they need. And I also like to think through the measurement piece, meaning what are some of the strategic objectives, the business results, leading indicators that allow us to measure that impact along the way. So that's that current state. And then I look at the future state and let's envision what the future might look like. We already roughly know what that is because we talked about where do we want to go? What are the desired outcomes? But I'm going deeper here. It's like, what does this look like if we're actually executing on it? What resources do I need? What technology do I need? Right. And uh, this will really equip me with a, what I like to call a transformation blueprint. And then I can use that to plan and execute. So kind of a bigger picture question, what's at stake here? Why does it matter ultimately how well 
you go about upskilling employees through this process of transformation? I would say first point, competitive advantage. If organizations are not on top of their game when it comes to filling those skill gaps by ideally reskilling and upskilling, they'll be left behind, right? I think that's the most important one. Then the second most important point for me is employee engagement. There's a ton of research out there that actually shows if there's no upskilling and reskilling opportunities, no training and development opportunities, no career path within an organization, talent leaves. So it's all about retaining that talent too, right? It's not just attracting it, but retaining it. And I think that for me, those two points, you know, really tell the story about why this transformation work is so crucial and so important. And I think the other thing we briefly talked about it already is really that, you know, keeping your company culture, institutional knowledge, using existing relationships inside and outside the business. And it's also, there's research out there that shows it's more cost efficient if you re and upskill instead of hiring new people. So that uh, for me are the two drivers. Okay. So there's quite a bit at stake and a lot of advantages to, to doing it well. So Bianca, what are your top takeaways for our listeners? Yeah, for me, important to remember is that the workforce of the future is more than just the people you hire off the street. Because like I said earlier, you might already have the right people in your organization. They just have the wrong skills. So it's the future of your organization that is at stake, as we just talked about, that deep understanding of your organization, what it really represents. Transformation work is very, very exciting. It's also very disruptive. You have to think about that. The day-to-day business has to go on while you're making all these changes. So you have to have a very solid change management program in place to support your learners, to support your employees, your talent. Really, really crucial. And to be successful, it requires a systemic transformation framework and process. And at the same time, you need to systematically work through that framework and collaborating with your key stakeholders and develop the necessary outcomes, ideally in an agile manner. Okay, great insights. Well, Bianca, thank you so much for a really great conversation. Thank you, Jeremy. It was a pleasure being here. The Performance Matters Podcast is brought to you by GP Strategies. Together, we can create a world where business excellence makes possibilities achievable. You can subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts and listen on our website at gpstrategies.com slash podcasts.